Right, Cassandra, what's uh, on the radar today? So today we're going to chat about northern breeds. And they're slightly different from other groups in that their similarities are actually geographic. So many originate from different continents, but all born of the north. Um, often described as a sort of like wolf-like, both in appearance and behavior. Uh, they are multi-purpose, so many were bred to hunt, herd, and sled. Obviously, the most popular breed is Alaskan Malamus and Siberian Huskies. That's what we're going to concentrate on today. But also in that group are Chow-Chow, that's the dog with the purple tongue, and Sharpays, that's the dog with way too much skin. Um, going back to the Alaskan Malamute and Siberian Huskies, they are high-energy level dogs combined with great endurance. And again, if you look at their job, what they were bred for, they were bred to sort of to, to pull sleds over long distances. So obviously that's their requirements. They have to have high-energy levels and they have to have great endurance to do their job. Um, due to this, they also have a great ability to work with other dogs and an independent nature. So in other words, they do what's best for them. <laughs> mm. And while I'm not big barkers, enjoy a good howl. So definitely not suited for apartments at any time. <laughs> they, they do require, however, fully enclosed and secure property with high fences. These dogs are keen escape artists. We see them at SBCA on a daily basis. They, they, can, they have the ability to jump high fences from a standing position. So a three to four foot high fence will never cut it. I, I would recommend nothing less than six foot. Good grief. Yeah, they're really, it's, it's like a skill. It is one of their talents. Um, and of course, the biggest requirement is exercise and lots of it. Just a note of caution, while these dogs are beautiful and they're really, they are stunning to look at and they do look just like their wolf relatives, many people acquire them for that reason and that reason only. But just like their wolf relatives, they don't care a heck of a lot about humans and, like I said before, are extremely independent. And for that reason, they should never be let off lead unless in a fully enclosed area. These dogs love to run and can outrun any person. No amount of whistling and calling will bring them back. <laughs> and now before I get messages from people saying, oh, my dog and my husky walked perfectly on the lead, that's awesome for you, but that is not the norm. Mm. And for every one husky that can do it, there's 15 who can't, and the owners find out the hard way. So rather just don't do it. Keep him on the lead. And one last thing I want to leave you with is fur, fur, and more fur. They, they are concentrators and lose their coat twice a year. And during that time, the owners sort of develop a close bond with their vacuum cleaner. The fur <laughs> comes out by the handful and seems to never, ever end. If after all that you still believe that the Husky or Malamute is the right dog for you, then you are just as stubborn as the breed and suit each other perfectly. <laughs> Cassandra, um, um, if... if, if if the owners, if the owners work, is it a good idea to get a husky? The, the reality is, is that the huskies, when they're bored and alone, they either try and escape or they howl a lot. So they need to have that interaction. And of course, because, because they, they're, not, they're not like the Labrador, for example, who craves that human attention. They're pretty much sort of like, uh, you're here, yeah, you're not here, whatever. So they need, they need that, that constant reminder that you are the greatest thing that's ever happened to them because they'll forget it very quickly. Mm. So it is important that, you, that they do have that interaction and any husky left alone for 10 hours is going to howl and irritate neighbours. It's coming up at 25 minutes to 11. This is Good Hope FM with Nigel Pierce. Uh, Nigel Pierce hot dogs for a Monday. Cassandra Kraft is our animal behaviourist. How are they around kids, these huskies, Cassandra? Look, in actual fact, they generally do get along well with kids. Obviously, like any other large breed dog, 
you need to, well, in fact, any dog, you need to observe them with kids. Um, you, you can't just leave your child alone and, and hope for the best. But uh, they, they generally are actually quite good with kids. And when I say, when I say to any, any large breed dog, I think your child should be at least three years old if you're considering adopting or buying a large breed dog. Anything younger than that, and your kids just really don't understand, and neither do the dogs. Mm. And Cassandra, you know, I, I spoke to a vet a couple of months ago, and he's, he, you were saying that, um, you know, you don't have to take your dogs out every single day. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think the reality is, is that the more often you can get them out, the happier your dogs are. It is about getting them into a routine. So you've got to do it. So if, for example, you know for a fact that you can, you can take your dogs for a run three times a week, then that's absolutely awesome and get them into that routine. It's mm -hmm. about, you know, one week taking them out once. The next week you take them out four times. The following week, the dogs need to know what, what to expect. And as long as they know what to expect, if they know that they're going to go out three times and they get into that routine and they know, okay, right, it's when we don't, it's when we walk them every single day and then decide, oh, do you know what, for the next four days I'm actually just going to take off. Mm. It's the dog that doesn't understand. The dog doesn't know, oh, okay, well, you're not feeling well, so I'm just going to sit over here. And, and, and just like humans, you know, humans struggle to self-exercise. I have to react. okay, I have to go to gym now, I have to. Mm. A dog doesn't know, okay, well, it's five o'clock. Now I need to run around the garden for an hour. My dogs, I think, no, no. <laughs> they, they have routine. <laughs> when I come back, there's, there's noise and they know that they're going out. No, exactly, you know, and the same with my dogs. They know, they know that when we come home, it's speech time. And they know that. And, and if it doesn't happen, they're sort of like... You can see this, and you're like, but why? Why aren't you going? And on those days that I can't make it to the beach for their hour mm. run, then we play the ball for 10, 15 minutes. Oh. So that they're still getting some form of exercise, because like I said, they don't know that now's the time to run around the garden. Mm. And, 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 and I think, you know, if you, if you can't take them out for that 15-minute walk or that 10-minute uh, run, um, then just, you know, take them out around the block for like two Absolutely. minutes, three minutes. So that you know, it, it, it's like I try and explain to people, it's like cabin fever. How would you like it if you were stuck in these four walls and all you saw every day was these four walls? You would also, you would go crazy. And the same thing for your dogs. It's not so much the exercise sometimes, but just the, the fact that they're getting out, that they're seeing something new, that they're smelling what the next-door neighbor's dog left a message for them, and they're leaving messages too. And that's what makes a happy dog. Cassandra, as always, many, many thanks for your time. We'll chat yeah, to you next Monday. I beg your pardon? I say we we'll chat to you next Monday. Many, mm -hmm. many thanks for your time. Look forward to it. Thank you so much, Nigel. Ciao. 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 Ciao.